Welcome to Road Noise. Buckle up as we explore God's faithfulness, reflecting on 50 years of full-time ministry. We're taking lessons from the unique life and ministry of Sheldon and Victoria Rhodes as they share the gospel crisscrossing North America. I'm your host, Kedron Rhodes, and each episode, I sit down with my dad, Sheldon, and we travel back in time, retracing the lessons God was teaching and mapping them to life today. This scenery may have changed, but God's faithfulness remains the same. Thanks for joining us on another episode of Road Noise. Well, hey, welcome back to another episode of Road Noise. Um, we're going to set a little context, catch you up to speed in case you missed an episode. Um, you you will recall that uh, mom and dad are, have made it up to Alaska. They went up assuming they had a job. Dad was going to be a youth pastor at a church up there. Made it up there, discovered that there was, uh, things were maybe a little bit different than they anticipated. And we left off. Dad is washing dishes uh, for work. And mom's working at a uh, daycare for work. And I think I guess maybe her first and last time working outside outside of the ministry proper. So there we go. Does that, that bring us up to speed, Dad? Yeah, that certainly was not on our radar as to what we were going to do when we got there. but. Uh... You do what you have to do, and uh, we had to do something. And yeah, so I'm washing pots and pans, and mom's working at a daycare. But and this is early '70s, somewhere, right? Like 1972-ish, somewhere in there. No, no, we're um, uh, fall of oh, yeah. 1975. 75. Yep, yep. That that that. So this out. is uh, this is uh, probably the end of September, thereabouts. Yep. Uh, getting ready so to go getting into cold, getting dark. Yeah, we're getting into the winter in Alaska. Yep. And I know that I've got to make more money than just uh, washing dishes. We've got to have more than these two incomes are producing uh, at daycare. And wouldn't you know it that uh, the Lord had people in place, the school superintendent for the for the district attended our church. And it didn't take too long. He found out that I had gotten a teaching degree from Western Michigan University. Mm-hmm. And so um, he approached me one Sunday and said, uh, Sheldon, we could sure use some substitute teachers. Uh, would you be willing to fill out an application and put your name in for that? Well, uh, I wasn't excited about uh, substitute teaching, but uh, it obviously was going to pay more than what uh, what I was making washing dishes, and I could still wash dishes, and so I could do two jobs. So if you look back in time as to what was going on in Alaska at that particular time, um, the uh, the Alaska pipeline, the oil pipeline, was just being built. Hmm. And because of that, there were lots of really good paying jobs. Sure. And there were there were people flooding to Alaska to take advantage of those high paying jobs. Yep. I imagine a lot of trade work to to get all that built and installed. And yep. If if you could weld, I mean that was a prime job as a welder, sure. but yeah. everything's being run um, I mean, remotely. And so there's generators and those generators need maintenance. And so if you were a diesel person, you know, with the trucks and the generators are all diesel. Yep. Oh, but all these people working the pipeline have to be fed. And yep. so if you were a cook, I mean, it it didn't matter. I mean, it was a, a total industry in and of itself of all the workers that it was taken to, to build that pipeline. And so they've got lots of uh, people that are moving in and some of them were coming up and just staying for a few weeks and then flying back to their homes in the lower 48 and be mm-hmm. home for a couple of weeks. And then they'd fly back to Alaska and 
work for a couple of weeks and then fly back home. And so the economy in Alaska is doing great. And a lot of these people you know, just moved their whole families up there. Yeah. It was working the pipeline. Sounds like to me like a um, modern or more modern version of the gold rush. It was. It really was. And so you've got all this uh, influx of people uh, moving into the area. And these are, you know, were young families. I mean, these were young, healthy men that are working the pipeline. And, you know, they're married and have, have some kids. But yeah, they're uh, young families. Anyway, so the school's growing, the public school and everything, and uh, the whole community is growing. And so they needed substitute teachers. So I started subbing. And wow, yeah, I have a secondary uh, education degree, but uh, I was subbing in elementary school. I was subbing in the junior high. I'm subbing in the senior high. I'm, I mean, wherever they needed a teacher, I was there. Now, the district up there is not like it would be, let's say, here in Michigan. Um, we're living in Palmer, and some of these substitute teaching jobs are in Talkeetna. Now, if you look at a map of Alaska, real quick, I mean, go to Google, as I did just before we started this, just to verify that I remembered what I thought I remembered. From Palmer to Talkeetna is 83 miles. <laughs> one way yeah. one way yeah. an, an hour and 45 minutes well right. that's if the weather's good right and then in school is only when the weather's bad <laughs> <laughs> yeah so like i said you know by now we're you know, into september we're into uh october and the weather is getting bad and so i've got at least a two-hour commute yeah, to get easily. to the school <laughs> yep and that in I'm, I'm assuming you're still driving the uh toyota pickup truck Oh, yeah. Still driving that Toyota yeah. pickup. And uh, so you got to leave real early. Well, I guess it doesn't really matter. I would say before daylight, but this time of year, there's not <laughs> a lot of daylight left. Yeah. No. Nope. <laughs> and so driving nope. that whole thing in the dark. And but anyway, so I was all over the district. I mean, it wasn't every day at Tulkeetna. Sometimes it was right there in Palmer, but the district was huge. And yep. uh, I was covering, I was putting on a lot of miles, but, um, but it paid better. In fact, it, uh, was at the point where after I had done that for a while, I actually turned in my resignation of uh, washing pots and pans. All right. Yeah. So <laughs> but that college degree to work, I guess. Yeah. Now, uh, during this uh, time, while I'm substituting, um, met another family there from the church, uh, Harold and Dee Dee Weiss. Yeah, and as we go through, uh, yeah, as we go through these uh, road noise stories, uh, their name's going to come up uh, many times because we've got lots of things that uh, happen with with us and and their family. Anyway, so um, uh, Harold and Dee Dee had, had come over to our house, and they had some property up on Lazy Mountain, and they had plans of building a house up on the mountain, a round house, circular. Oh, yeah. And they had several acres up there, and so Harold's telling us about the plans, and he, he showed us the plans for this round house up on Lazy Mountain, and he's going to build over on this hill let's call it to the south there's a little valley in between and then there's another little hill on the other side uh so let's call that the north and he says sheldon why don't you and vicky build a place there and we'll be right across from each other we could dam that up that valley and uh, make a lake there and we can put a hydro plant there and produce our own electricity and so forth and <laughs> All right. and living off the land and i mean you know so Harold, harold's a big dreamer and I'm listening to all this thinking that would be awesome. Sure. But there's going to be some challenges uh, there. And 
he shared what those were, and we'll come back to those on another story. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Anyway, so that's kind of the plan that uh, you know Harold's going to build up there, and we'll be the neighbor, and, and life's going to be good. But uh, we can't do that right now. Oh, remember that trailer that we hauled oh, yeah. to Alaska? That- yeah, beat up truck bed. Yeah, with all yeah, the silicone. With all the silicone. Well, somewhere along the Alaska Highway, um, we broke a spring on that old pickup truck bed. Well, Harold was working on the pipeline as a mechanic, and this guy can fix anything. I mean, it doesn't matter what it is, uh, he can fix it. And so Harold's like, "Well, let's get that trailer fixed up." And I'm saying, Harold, we don't need the trailer now. You know, we're not going. In. Well, let's get it fixed up anyway. I mean, you know, if you do need to use it, it needs to be fixed. And so um, he comes over to fix that and brought one of his boys. <laughs> and in order to get that um, broken spring off, Harold used a grinder, and he's cutting the bolts off on that thing. And one of those bolts hit the ground. Um, we had it in a kind of a carport area, so we're out of the snow. It might have been mm-hmm. better off if it would have been in the snow, because as soon as that bolt hit the ground, uh, one of his boys, which I believe was uh, maybe in second grade at the time, he reached down and grabbed that bolt. Mm. It'll do that oh, once in your life. But- yeah. I mean, he threw it back on the ground as fast as he picked it up. Yeah, I bet he did. Yeah. And I mean, Harold still had the grinder in his hand and everything. And he looks over at his son you know, and all he said was, oh, did you learn anything? <laughs> yeah. Well, I've used that line many times since. <laughs> sure. Yeah, I've heard that. <laughs> yeah. Anytime you do something dumb, well, did you learn anything? Yep. It was a teachable moment. <laughs> it was. And uh, I learned something then, too. I learned that line, and uh, and I, I saw that kid's reaction. But the way Harold handled, handled that, I mean, he loved his son. There's no doubt about yep. it. But, um, yeah, that was uh, a surprise <laughs> to all of us. But anyway, yeah. Harold did um, fix the spring and got that all up and running again. So, uh, yep. And it uh, proved to be a good thing because... Uh, uh, later on, we are going to put that trailer back to use again. Okay, we're not going to haul. We're not going to haul it all the way back down the Alaska Highway, but we will put it to use. Already. Well, anyway, so um, so things are going good. Um, October, November. You know, I'm teaching school, driving the miles, and uh, uh, working at the church and doing things. And uh, on weekends, we're still doing programs and some of the other churches with our puppets. And so. Things have kind of settled down. At least now we've got uh, a roof over our head and a halfway decent job. There you go. Well, things are going to change a little bit more. As we get to the to December, um, the landlord announces that starting January 1st, there's going to be an increase in the rent. Okay. Okay. Well, I mean, those things happen. And yeah, we've been here for a few months and it's the first of the year coming up. And so rent's going to be going up. But I guess that's okay. We can still handle it, right? He's going to have to tighten the budget a little more. But well, about that time, um, remember this guy, the superintendent at school, uh, he approaches me and says, um, Sheldon, the school board's been talking and we've had so many families moving into the area uh, and bringing their kids that our school is just, I mean, we are bursting at the seams. Yeah. And so we would like to offer you a full-time position starting the first of the year where you'll be in one classroom, have your own kids and uh, be a full-time position. Would you be interested in signing a contract for the remainder of the year? Wow. Okay, so now that's a steady job. I mean, I was pretty much subbing every day anyway, but no, now I'm going to be in a local school right there in Palmer. I'm not going to be driving 82 miles one way. Right. At a teacher's salary instead of a, yeah, instead of a sub salary too. 
Yeah. And so uh, things are looking pretty good, wouldn't you think? <laughs> well, let's analyze what's going on. At this particular time, they have uh, four sixth grade classrooms. And each of these four sixth grade classrooms have 30 students apiece. Is that right? They have five sixth grade classrooms with 30 students apiece. Yeah, five of them. And I'm going to be the sixth sixth grade teacher. Now, all the other sixth grade teachers were ladies, and I'm going to be the only man teaching sixth grade. Yep. And so the deal was that uh, each of the other teachers could select five students from their five class. Of their, five of their best and brightest. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're ahead of the story. <laughs> yeah. See, you haven't even heard the whole thing yet. And you've already right. figured out what's going to happen. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come on, Dad. The writing's were, on the wall here. <laughs> if you were a teacher and you had the opportunity to get rid of five of your students. <laughs> yeah. 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 Which ones would you choose? Right. Probably well, the ones that make so, my life a little easier. Um, so we're going to start the brand new year. Here I am, really a first-year teacher. Yeah. yeah, I've been subsiding for a few months, but now I'm first-year teacher in the public classroom, and each of us all have 25 students now. Mm -hmm. And as you said, I definitely had the cream of the crop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yes. Were they all boys? <laughs> <laughs> no, they weren't, actually. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, there were some girls in there that... Um, uh, they passed the test, guess, too. <laughs> I don't know, but what maybe they identified as boys. <laughs> Let's sure. not go down that route. But yeah, uh, it was uh, quite a mix. And yep. I will say this, um, not all of the teachers dumped on me as much as they could have. And I did have a couple of really good students um, one is a good friend, even to this day. That's um, great. Yeah. Of course he's married and has kids and I'm not sure, but what, maybe he's got grandkids now, but, mm -hmm. uh, he was, um, he was in that class. His parents were missionaries up there. Oh, wow. And so, so that was really cool. But, uh, bottom line is, uh, I think we have the making for an exciting school year. Don't you? <laughs> it sounds like it. You got the recipe for one. That's for sure. Yeah. So uh, let's put a pin in it for now. And, um, We'll uh, jump into the school year uh, on our next session. <laughs> it sounds good. I look forward to it. Hey, this is Grandpa Wisely. Live a good, honorable life. Then, when you get old, you can think back on it and enjoy it a second time.